you're not on God. Here's the truth. I got a lot of truths now. Y'all ready? We're going to get grace at the end. <laughs> what does that mean, right? Preachers, man. I got a lot of truth tonight. By the way, can you all give it up for this worship team, first of all? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you beast. <laughs> you nasty beast. You guys are disgusting. Wow. Man. Church Appreciation Tour. Go anywhere else one week. Go to any other church, and you'll be there, and you'll be like, man, I miss my church. Amen. Amen. My first idea tonight is this. You guys with me? Anybody taking notes? Are we all watching? There you go. By the way, y'all got, y'all got Instagram. Make it sure. Make it sure. Make sure y'all follow us, newbirth.ya. Hello. Shameless plug. Follow us on the gram. So you get that address for next week. And then you can just send flyers to your friends, and it's really easy to evangelize. Someone say, I'm not of this world. And here's my question. Do you believe that? Do you really believe that? Because, isn't it? It's one of those nights, I guess. Do you really believe it, though? Because, see, all of culture is wrapped around this is the only life there is. All of culture is wrapped around you only got this life. That's it. Do everything you can now. Go crazy. Go crazy. Go crazy. Just run away. Just, just for some people, a lie that you believe is just end it. This is the only thing there is. Culture is wrapped around this idea that this is it. So when you say, I'm not of this world, do you believe that? Do you really believe that? That when you die, there's somewhere else? Here's the truth. Next point. My God isn't from this world. We're going to, I'm not trying to convince you tonight. I'm just giving you facts. I'm not trying to like spur you on. Because here's the thing. If he's creator, how can he be? less than or equal to creation. He's greater than creation. He's outside of creation. That's just who he is. If it comes from him, it is not greater than him. That's why we say generosity is a privilege. Because you think you're blessed because you received. No, you're, you're blessed because I have. I have received. And you're, you think you're blessed because you got money. No, I'm blessed because I had the opportunity to bless you. You're not blessed. I'm blessed because I'm blessing you. And that's God. He's creator. He's bigger than his creation. So if you have a hard time believing you're not of this world, understand your God's not of this world. And how do we know that? The church isn't led by angels. The church is led by people. Your God, you don't see him. You see Jesus every Tuesday? Not, not with your bare eyes, but, but with your soul and your spirit. And some of y'all in here tonight, your first time, I love you, first time guests, welcome home. We do this for you, really. We do this for you. Come back next week. You felt something tonight. Right? You felt like, man, this is something I don't usually feel. That was the Holy Spirit. And you know what? I'm going to discourage you and then pick you back up. You'll never see Jesus because he's not from here. He's not in this realm. He was here 2019, uh, 2019 years ago. 
What did Jesus do? He split our history in half before Christ, after death. If there's anyone in our entire human history that deserves to be the son of God, it's the one who cracked history in half. Can I get an amen? amen? So Jesus was here, but he had to go to send his spirit. He said, I could only be in one city at a time. I need to send my spirit so all those who confess and believe in me shall not perish but have eternal life. And then my spirit will enter their heart. And, and we believe the spirit inside me is much better than the Jesus beside me. If God had a plan and he was Jesus, Jesus had a plan. It was the spirit. It's funny. In the book of Acts, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, that's the first time we meet, really meet Jesus in scriptures. You fast forward a little bit in the New Testament. You see the book of Acts. You see the power of the spirit answering those who believe. It's the action plan of God. So we're here tonight. We feel the spirit. Listen, God is not from here. He's called you. He's purposed you. You are not from here. Stop walking like everybody else. My God isn't from here. Next point. The enemy and his angels aren't from this world. Some of you guys are really into uh, horror films and spirits and stuff and you know it. You know it's real. Y'all know that, right? It's real. But if you're covered in the blood, if you believe in Jesus, there cannot be two spirits in one soul. Can I get an amen? amen? Receive that tonight. You're covered in the blood. You got nothing to worry about. God is not equal to the enemy. The Bible says he's a fallen angel, so he's not the opposite of God. He's just a fallen angel. But he's not from here. You don't see demons walking the streets, and, and you don't really see the enemy. They're from a different dimension. They're not from this world. Let's go to things that we really experience every day. Love. What is love? Pray for me. <laughs> what is love? Baby, you don't hurt me. <laughs> Pray for me. <laughs> love. Love leads you. Love leads married folk to have children. Right? Love. You love somebody. What is love? Can you, can you take a picture of love? Can you put it in a box? Can you put it in your pocket? Can you, can you draw it? Can you draw love? Everyone says love. Every, I love love. Some of you guys love love. I love love. I love you. I did this because I love you. What is love? Wh wh where do you get it from? Love isn't from this world. Love is not from here, y'all. And then when you catch love, you're like, yo, this is crazy. I'll do anything for you, girl. This is wild. I hated chick flicks. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all girls, I hated 2K. But boy, I love you. I'll play, I'll play again. I'll play again. <laughs> love gets you to do crazy things. Love brings life into this world. Love is intangible. Love isn't from here. Talk about hate. How many massacres? How many, how many times the world sees acts of hate? What is hate? What is that? Does it ooze out of people? It's inside of us, but it's not tangible. What is hate? It's not from here. That's evil. What, what's your soul? Your soul. Your soul, not your body. Because your body, that's, that's staying here on earth. 
That's the suit of armor you got on. Take care of it, the Bible says. But you're not just body and flesh. Millions and millions of people are dug under this earth, six feet under. They're not in, they're not there. They're somewhere else. What is your soul? It's unseen. When you're emotionally hurt, sometimes that leads to physical pain. It's like, man, you, your, your soul's so tainted, it's affecting your physical appearance. Your soul's not from, your soul isn't from here. Your soul was sent here. It's not from here. Your soul wasn't given to you. I mean, it, it can't be taken away. It was given to you, your soul. And when you die, I don't want to be morbid, but we're all going to die. It's just part of life. And people in our lives will fall and, and go into another dimension, one that we're not at. Fear? What is fear? Some of you are crippled by fear. What is it? Is it literally holding you back from walking? No. It's happening in here. Creepy. <laughs> Take a drink to that. <laughs> Fear. Thank you guys for the thunder sounds. No, I'm playing. <laughs> I need the uh, Amazon rainforest next, all right, bud? Give me the whole thing, bro. Come on. <laughs> that sounded like a real hyena, bro. Like, what the? Who let him in? What is fear? Some of you guys are crippled in fear. I can't do this because I'm afraid. I can't go there because I'm afraid. Fear does not exist. 2 Timothy 1.7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Fear is from the enemy, and it's not tangible. It's a spirit. Well, guess what? It's not from here. Next idea, there's another realm that we need to be more in tune with. I was talking with Pastor Dennis yesterday at Chipotle. Mm. We were talking, there's another realm. There's another. We were talking about like the Holy Spirit and how we think people should be more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. How stuff happens in the church and Man, if anyone just had discernment, man, if anyone was just really listening to someone else other than their friends, if they really had, like, God, can you speak to me? Not my feelings. Not what I've learned. Holy Spirit, what are you telling me? There's another realm, y'all. And, and the Spirit, it's not that he's not speaking. It, come on, God, I'm listening. We're not listening. There's another realm. There's another, there's another dimension something other than this world. Let's throw up that first picture of the globe. I'm not going to put Ephesians up. Let's put the first picture of the globe. We're in there somewhere. Can you cut the house lights, the ones up front? Thank you. So we're like right here. That's what I did. 
Can you see yourself in that globe? Nah. Can't see yourself. How big is this world? Like, we, we think the world is so huge. From this perspective, we're small. Can I get an amen in the room tonight? I don't know about you, but I feel kind of claustrophobic looking at that. Like, ooh, we're suspended under nothing. That verse is actually in the Old Testament. We're there somewhere. We can't see ourselves. But you know what? That's not your home. You're there, occupying space, placed on the World Wide West. Everywhere we go. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> we'll be the World Wide Mess. All right. <laughs> Pray for me. We're there somewhere. But you're not from there. Let's, let's zoom out. Let's zoom out. Okay, so where's the earth now? It's like. Y'all see that? <laughs> see that speck? That's earth. Can you see yourself now? Can you see your earth? Can you see the moon? You see the sun. The sun looks like this. It looks like a quarter. How much bigger is the sun from the earth? And the sun, from this perspective, is the size of a quarter. I feel way more claustrophobic. You're not from there, though. Let's back up. Let's, let's, let's go further back. Let's, wow. So the Milky Way <laughs> is like, like that. The Milky Way. Can you see your house from here? Here's the thing. When you get this far, this is as far as humans' cameras can go. It's as far as we can see. And what we see is that there's a lot more to see. We've reached the point where it's like, this thing never ends. Space never ends. Y'all know that. I'm just telling you what you know. I ain't even preaching yet. And y'all like, man, we really not from here. Space is infinite. God's not in space. He's outside of it. He's not in his creation. He was when he sent Jesus. Jesus is walking, breathing, living God. He's so big and so miraculous, he sent himself into what he created. He sent his son. This point, this is it right here, which isn't it. But <laughs> Heaven is my home and earth is my assignment. Can we go back to the, to the universe? So God's outside of this, and he grabs you, and he sends you. Let's go to the Milky Way. <laughs> That's a strike. <laughs> and then he's like, I got to send you. <laughs> and you landed in 1990-whatever. 1980-whatever, sorry. <laughs> Boom! And God says, in the womb, I formed you. Your parents had no say in you. Why do parents do that? Your daughter's so cute. <laughs> Thanks. 
You made her eyebrows? You had no say in your baby's face. That's a gift. That's a gift. That's a gift that was sent. It was sent. This, these verses, John chapter 17, verses 1 through 19. Now I preach. John chapter 17, verses 1 through 19. Jesus is praying. That's already a word for some of you. You think you're above prayer. If Jesus prayed, if Jesus got on his knees and prayed, how much more do you think you need to pray? You'll be surprised how prayer will bring your relationship with God to another level. Not just worship. Worship is great. Not just word. Word is awesome. But prayer, nothing substitutes prayer. That connection, that talking, that adoration, that exaltation, that my life is a big deal, but you're a bigger deal. And Jesus is praying. John chapter 17, verses 1 through 19. I got a lot of verses to read. I'm going to read on the screen. After Jesus said this, he looked toward heaven. So, again, Jesus is sent by God, right? Can I get an amen? amen? Sent by God. Almost died. Sent by God to the earth to fulfill a mission, an assignment. We're Christians because we're called li like Christ-like, right? That's the word Christian, Christ-like. And it's funny how we, we love Christ, but we sometimes don't want the life he lived. We sometimes don't want the baptism that he had. We sometimes don't want the desert moments that he had. It's funny, he gets baptized, he receives the Holy Spirit, and he goes right into the desert. Bible says the Holy Spirit leads Jesus to the desert. You're wondering why you're in a desert. You might be in the will of God. That's what Jesus is doing. He's living and he's suffering and he's going through pain, but greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. So Jesus, in, right here, what he's doing, he's talking about you. He's talking about himself. He's talking about God the Father. He's saying things like the name that which you saved them. He's talking about his name, Jesus. He talks about, you know, those that, that, that you do have called, those that, that have accepted your word. He's talking about you and me. You guys ready for these verses? After Jesus said this, he looked toward heaven and prayed, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son. He's talking about himself. Glorify your son that your son may glorify you. For you granted him authority over all people that he might give eternal life to all those who have given him. Now, this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do. Sounds like he's on an assignment. And now, Father, glorify me in your presence with glory, with the glory I had with you before the world began. In other words, take me back to the place before the world was created. Take me back to your, to your right hand, to your throne. I'm, I'm going there. I fulfilled my assignment, and I'm headed right back to you. I have revealed you to those whom you gave me out of the world. They were yours. You gave them to me, and they have obeyed your word. Now, talking about you, now they know everything that you have given me comes from you. For I gave them the words you gave me, and they accepted them. They know with certainty that I came from you, and they believe that you sent me. That's the Christian walk. All of our faith is in Jesus. I pray for them. So God sends Jesus, and Jesus is interceding for you. He's praying for you. I'm not praying for the world. I'm praying for them. I'm praying for them, the ones we sent there. 
I'm not praying for the whole world, but for those you have given me, for they are yours. All I have is yours, and all you have is mine, and the glory has come to me through them. I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world, and I'm coming to you. He tells the disciples, I got to go somewhere. They're like, no, 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 don't go anywhere. We talked about that last week. Holy Father, Jesus, continuously praying for you. Protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, Jesus, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them and kept them safe by the name you gave me, Jesus. None has been lost except to the one doomed to destruction so that the, the scripture would be fulfilled. He's talking about the enemy. I'm coming to you now, but I say these things while I'm still in the world. I'm going somewhere so that they may have the full measure of my joy within them. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, for they are not of this world any more than I am of this world. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world. My prayer is that you protect them from the evil one. I'm not praying, God, that you take them early out of their assignment. I'm not praying, God, that you remove them out from where we sent them. I'm praying that they will fulfill their purpose while they're still here. God, I'm not praying for you to rip them out and send them to heaven. I'm not praying for that because I got a church I need to build. I got a kingdom I need to reach. I got people that are broken. And I still want a part of this family. So keep them in the fire. But God, I'll stand with them. Keep them in the world. Keep them in the world to be confused. Keep them in the world to follow the ways of the world. Keep them in the world so that they value the things of the world more than they do the things of heaven. Keep them in the world so that it's hard for them to make it to where, they, where they're actually called to. No. Keep them in the world so I can protect them. And they can fulfill their purpose. Here's my next idea. You're looking for something this world can't give them. Some of you guys are looking for something, and you don't know what it is. Can I tell you, you're looking for Jesus? Come on. You're looking for something eternal. You'll never get eternal from this world. This world will not last. You only get it from God. I want to give the really big idea, and I'm actually worship team to come up. The last idea, or second to last, a really big one. My whole night is wrapped around this idea, this thought. I pray it blesses you. Because here's the thing. Listen to me. Like, if you're intentional about life, you've realized that we're not supposed to stay here too long. If you're intentional about life, if you go through life just living, breathing, working, paying bills, going to school, living, breathing, working, eating, working out, paying bills, going to school, you probably lost sight of your purpose, but God has a purpose for you in the middle of all of that. And here's the thing. If you're walking throughout life with your head down, you'll never know where you're going. If you walk around life and you pick your head up for just a moment and realize, man, what is after this life? Like, what's coming after? Like, there's some things I can't explain. I know I have this yearning and this hunger for stuff that will never satisfy me. Can I encourage you? You're not from here. This place will never satisfy you. 
If you walk with any type of intentionality, you'll realize that Jesus is the answer. You'll realize, let's back it up. Before you realize Jesus is the answer, you'll realize there needs to be some way that takes me to another realm. There needs to be some type of opportunity in this life where I can actually lose myself and be a part of something that makes me better. You guys with me tonight? My big idea. If you are intentional about life, inevitably you'll come to a place of realization that there are forces not known to this dimension that are moving matter, bringing life, and swaying humanity. Can I say it again? If you are intentional about life, I'm not talking about if you're just going through the motions of life. If you're intentional about life, if you are an educated thinker, if you take time to think about the future, what's ahead of you, what's around you, what's going on inside of you. If you take any moment to just come to your senses in your life, you'll come to the realization that there are forces not known to this dimension that are moving matter, bringing life, and swaying humanity. Last idea tonight. I am not from this world. I have an assignment. I'm not of this world. I have an assignment. Max, we bow our heads and close our eyes after the Holy Spirit in this room. Ben, help me out. Worship team, let's do this. Can y'all give me five minutes, please? Please. Yeah, back there. Every head bow, every eye closed in this room. The Holy Spirit's here. I'm telling you, 11 guests, listen, get ready for this moment. The Bible says salvation is a moment that you cannot let slip by you. I'm not saying salvation only happens in the church. I'm saying this is your moment to say yes to Jesus. You can keep it. You can keep it. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If the stars are made to worship, so will I. I'm not of this world. Some of you guys have been acting like you, you, you know everything and you got everything under control and, and you're losing it inside. You're losing it. You start growing up, you know, you figure it all out, and you're, you're crumbling. It's not that you don't have a good foundation. It's that you don't have one at all. Jesus is our foundation. He's the base. I don't bring things to him. Everything about me is inside of him. Everything. I don't fall out of his hands. I'm in the hands of God. All over this place. Every head bowed, every eye closed. You've been feeling that tug. I know I'm not from here. Listen, I'm going to give you an opportunity to rep- respond to the message tonight. The Bible says, what does it mean to be saved? What does it mean to be a children of God? What does it mean? What, what, what does that mean? It, it's actually to say this prayer. To say this prayer. To confess that Jesus is Lord. To receive him in your heart. To let him scandalize your life. Let him throw things and throw tables around and show you what's wrong with you to reveal where he's taking you. That's what God does. He loves you. He gives you this grace, and then he gives you this truth, and he loves you enough to walk with you through every part of life, and he loves you enough to to be there for you when no one's there for you. He loves you enough to never turn his back on you because, man, his back is already full of whips. His back was already full of bruises, and he took it on your behalf. Oh, there's a God that loves you, and you felt that love tonight, and, and, and tonight, is your night to say yes to Jesus, to surrender, 
I'm not from here. God, am I going to you? I'm not from here, Lord. I want to meet you in heaven. I'm not from here, God. I want to see you face to face. I want to know what I'm called to do. I need to find my purpose in your house. I need to find my purpose in this place. God, what am I supposed to do? I feel like I'm running in circles, and I don't know where I'm going. God, I need your direction. What are you calling me to do? I'm at the end of myself. This is for somebody in here. I'm at the end of myself. I'm stressed out. I'm trying to figure it all out. God, I need your help. I give you direction of my life. Because I can't do this on my own. I'm not from here. I don't know really how it works around here. God, can you help me? Can you show me who I'm supposed to be? Because you made me. You know me better than I know myself. That's you. And you want this. Can I tell you, this isn't easy to say yes to God. Oh, man. It's not easy to surrender. It's not easy to jump a cliff and expect God to catch you. But, man, you got to take chances sometimes. You got to take a step of faith and say, God, I'm giving you my life. On the count of three, if you want Jesus all over this place, the Bible says to be saved, you just must confess this is your moment. Don't let it slip. Don't let it pass you by. You're not from here. On the count of three, if you want Jesus. Raise your hand. Ready? One, two, three. I want to see your hand. Let me see your hand. I see one hand. I see two hands. I see three hands. I see four hands. I see five hands. I see six hands. I see seven hands. Come on, somebody. Everybody stand up on their feet tonight.